I like how I use the word navigate as if I'm actually navigating anything these days, it's more fumbling. Two months have passed since Stephen has died, 60 days, and what have I accomplished in those 60 days? Not much. I have my crying skills down to a science if that counts for anything. Some days it feels like years have passed and some days it feels like yesterday. I'm reading a book by Megan Devine It's Okay That You're Not Okay, she speaks of early grief the first weeks and months. Months, that word made me realize I'm not crazy for still being so entrenched in my grief, I am still in early grief. In my mind I had concluded that early grief is the first few weeks, when in all reality it is months. How many months? Who knows, I guess it's all up to the person who is grieving. Some friends tell me I'm grieving too long and some tell me I'm in early grieving. Some will even tell me I'm stuck in this emotion of grief. They are all right and wrong at the same time. There is no clear answer to grieving. In the first two weeks I was often asked how are you coping? And my standard answer was we taking it one moment, one hour at a time, this still stands true. I cannot predict how my days will go anymore, I will be fine one moment, be productive and the next flat on my ass, sobbing and in immense emotional pain. Every day I hope that I will be able to manage this roller coaster, hope that the brakes don't fail and we have an easy ride. If only it were that simple, the book talks about living in your grief, being able to manage your life around it. Now that sounds so simple, but it's hard work. Every person's grief is as unique as their love for the person they lost. In my case the grief is as intense as the love we had, and then some, as there are so many more things to deal with than just the grief. I have an added layer of financial strain and stress, things that were said but were the opposite. Grief on its own is so hard but when you add other stressful layers to it, things become overwhelming. You will figure this out, be strong, you've always come out the other end well-meaning words of encouragement yet they fall flat when I'm faced with my reality. When you are in the trenches of grief and faced with hard decisions, you know what you need to do, but you cannot bring yourself to actually do it. People on the outside will look at you and think to themselves, well get on with it woman, you have a life to live and you need to do it, there is no way around these decisions. Thank you, I am well aware of it but can I have a minute to breath and just take it all in please? A minute I say. Apparently a minute is 60 days long for me. You want to escape this nightmare you living, you want off this ride but there is no escaping, there is no getting off, there is only pain. For now. I have no doubt that in time I will be able to live within my grief, for now I live in my grief. Distractions are great, they make you forget for just a moment that you constantly live in pain. I am very blessed that I have several friends I can count on, they make me laugh, let me cry and let me just be. I naturally think that the day will come where they will no longer be willing to tolerate this state of grief I'm always in. And OMG if one more person tells me Stephen wouldn't want to see you like this I'm going to jump off a cliff. Yes I'm sure he wouldn't want to see me cry every day, to see me hardly able to get out of bed, to see me sit and stare at nothing for hours, to see me sobbing on the kitchen floor while trying to make supper, there is nothing I can do to stop these emotions, I have tried. Try harder you say? I don't have the capacity to try harder right now, I'm trying as hard as I can. I try to put on the brave face when going out with friends, I try not to cry when I see couples playfully joking, calling each other babe, hearing children ask their dads to help them, listening to families joke together, I try to not scream this is so unfair. I try not to dwell on the thought that I will never hear him say you know what? I love you so much, never feel his arms around me, his lips touch mine, hear him laugh, feel his hand around mine. 
I try not to overthink the fact that he was due to leave for the UK in a week and that we were on the cusp of starting a whole new, exciting chapter in our lives. I try not to think that our wedding anniversary is coming up in August, I try not to think about his birthday in August. I try not to think about his son, who is so broken by the loss of his father and I can do nothing to take that hurt away from him, I try not to think about all the moments lost between Stephen and Connor, I try not to think about our grandchildren who will never remember him because they are only two. I try not to think of his parents' unbearable pain. I try not to think, yet all I do is think. How do I move on from this indescribable pain? I ask myself this question over and over every day, and I don't have the answer. What do I need to do to be able to move forward? How do I get myself to a point where I don't think about him every minute of the day? How do I get myself to laugh again, really laugh, the joyous feeling of just laughing? I don't think about him all the time on purpose as if I enjoy this feeling of pain, it's just so natural to me at this point. I know I will never forget him, that is not possible. Then why can my mind not focus on anything else but him? I have suffered loss before, so I should be able to deal with this one. I lost my brother to cancer 22 years ago, my brother-in-law in January, my mom in March, death is not new to me, but this one, this one is hitting a little different. It's so much more intense, so much more painful, just so much more. I sit on a cold, wet day in Cape Town writing this not knowing what my future holds, not knowing where we will be living by October, not knowing how I will support myself and Connor, not knowing if I will ever be okay again. All I know is that I am trying. Love you forever Mr. J.